0: Welcome back to GM's for Hire. I'm Matthew Perry, and we have a special guest for today's episode, hockey's own Matt McGovern. He's filling in for Will Polston, who is out with a power outage issue. Hopefully he's okay up in Indiana. But um, we have our first hockey episode today. That's why we brought the hockey analyst along to help us. And the qualifiers are in the books for the NHL. We know what teams have officially made the playoffs, and we even know what team has the first pick in the draft, as the draft lottery was earlier today. We'll discuss that later. But first, we'll start with the playoffs. Uh, and we'll start with the format specifically. Matt, what were your views on um, this year's format with it being so different?
1: Um, I think it was something that was really nice. Uh, as a hockey fan and someone who grew up playing the game and you know, appreciating it for what it is, kind of seeing all the guys like watching each other play out, you know, up in the, in the box seats, looking down, kind of like it was old, like minor hockey tournaments, you know, it was a nice, it was a nice change of base. I think it was what everybody needed to see with everything going on in the world too. But, uh, no, it was, it was really awesome. I think, it, I think it's uh, setting up a lot of good storylines for this, uh, the actual playoff now for sure.
0: Yeah. I'm really glad hockey's back and the bubble has proved to be helpful. Um, I believe uh, 18,500 something cases came back or have came back since they started the bubble and no positives. So they're definitely setting an example for other sports leagues as what things to do right when it comes to defending against COVID. We see it with the NBA too. Um, I'm glad everyone's staying healthy and we've seen some really good hockey here. Is there anyone that's stood out uh, to you so far?
1: I don't think I have an individual, but I uh, I like – I don't know what it is right now. Those Flyers, man, they have been buzzing lately. They have been rolling through teams. I mean, they stomped on the Lightning the other day. Uh, they walked all over the Capitals again, just outworked them, you know, the other day. And uh, I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think that uh, they've gone of – they've lost – less than two games out of 10 uh, right up leading up to the stoppage and everything. And I think somehow they found a way to ride some momentum that they had maybe just gaining a lot of traction in the standings coming into the play in rounds, uh, you know, with those round robin games, but I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think that the bubble has proven very beneficial for that team. Yeah. The flyers coming in red hot into the qualifier and it really showed
0: um, considering they got the first seat out in the East uh, which I think is a fantastic segue to go straight into uh, previewing some of the matchups. We know uh, first round starts tomorrow, um, and we'll see the Philadelphia Flyers taking on the eight seed Montreal Canadiens, who also look fairly good um, in the qualifiers. Who do you have coming out alive in this
1: series? Well, I think um, I think that it. Saying that Montreal is, is going to not put up a fight would be wrong, but I, I don't think that they have any chance in this, one. I think the Flyers are going to walk away with this one. Uh, one one storyline that I'm really excited to see in this series is the goaltending. Carter Hart, young rookie, absolutely buzzing early in his career. Carey Price, the seasoned vet, he's been here before. Um you know, I think that it'll it'll definitely come down to how close Montreal can keep the series. Uh, I think Carey Price is going to be a big determining factor in that. Um, but outside of that, I think the Flyers. I think they've got this one. I mean, they're just they. I, I think they could roll through about any team in the league right now. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, and I do think the
0: goalie matchup will be fun to watch. Kind of a kind of a future versus present kind of thing going on. Carter Hart has looked really good. Um, this season, we know last season with that hot start, he started with, I think what, he started like 15-1 and one or something like that. Something it no, it's, it it's was bad. something crazy, but Carter Hart definitely has a bright future, and uh, I'm going to have to agree with you and go with the Philadelphia Flyers for that first round matchup. I think they're carrying way too much momentum to blow it. Unless someone suffers an injury like Goss Bear, he's been really important to their defense or someone like Giroux just goes down, and that could be a big blow to the team. Yeah,
1: interesting. Uh, I you know, I don't know the exact number. Maybe I can pull it up here. Um, uh, in the first uh, this, the first line of the Flyers, it's got a Voracek, Giroux. Uh, I forgot who the third player is on that, but their second line is Scott Lawton, Kevin Hayes, Travis Konechny. That line has been putting up some serious numbers and I think that I think uh, with the aging core that a lot of the teams you know in the league have, just because that's the way it works, um, I think that that second line stepping up in in this big uh, you know it's a big stage is the playoffs. Everybody's watching. I think that that's been really important for that team. But they uh, they provided a majority of the points for the team in, in that in the play and or in the pardon me in the round robin. But uh, no, I yeah, there's they've got something good going on there.
0: Yeah, if, if Travis Connecty can t- continue to develop, I think he he can definitely lead the charge into the future. I see like a yeah, future yeah. captain type once. That
1: guy's got a sweet set of mitts. I'll yeah. tell you not much. Once Giroux's
0: oh. days are done, I mean, I see him.
1: I see him taking over pretty easily. Yeah. Him or he's Goss, a franchise but... guy. He's kind of snuck under the radar with that too. You know, yeah, he's know, a lot of people are talking about him. They also had another guy, Couturier, on that team who you know might be able to fill the shoes of Giroux as well. They are a little closer in age, but uh. No, they've got a bright future of them for sure. Yeah, we're
0: just gonna go right down the line. Um, all right, we're a little biased for this one, but Tampa Bay taking on Columbus uh, as as Lightning fans. Um, but as I was saying, uh, Tampa Bay versus Columbus—that's a big matchup, especially for you and I, considering we're both Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Yeah. After what happened last year, the sweep—it was heartbreaking. I feel bad for us, honestly, for all Lightning fans, just because we get so close every year, but we get so far. Do you think this year
1: could be different for us? You know, I, ah, it's hard because I am a diehard fan. I've never, I've never, uh, cared about any other team and any other sport really than the lightning, but I'm going to have to prove something this year to a lot of people. I think that that's going to be the most important part of, uh, this playoff run as unorthodox as it is this year. Uh, but I, I'd like to say the Lightning are going to take this one. Um, one glaring issue as of, I believe it was Saturday or Sunday, Victor Hedman going down awkwardly. I mean, that's just – I mean, that is the biggest blow that that team could take. Uh, other than, you know, maybe losing Vasilevsky. I mean, Hedman's right there up with the most important guys on that team. You know He's backstop for the d Corps. Uh, he's the guy he's the go-to he can play in any situation he can play big minutes he can play important minutes um, and I, I you know I, I do have a little faith in the lightning's decor with mcDonough there too a season vet he's been uh, to the cup final once uh, with the Rangers. Um, I think that he could potentially step up and carry you know carry the load for a little while hopefully it would only be a few games into the series that, we, that the lightning would be missing headman um, but, uh, it, it, you know, it'll be interesting without them. Uh, but no, I think, I think the lightning, they definitely are going to have a chance to prove, uh, that, uh, that they can, they can shine when they need to, and they can come back with a little bit of fire and, you know, that they're going to be coming in with a chip on their shoulder into this series. Um, the only thing that worries me every time I think about the Lightning playing Columbus again is just the John Tortorella. I mean, the way he coaches his teams is just so rough. And jagged and hard to play against. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's good hockey to watch, but not when you're uh, taking it. You know, yeah. Uh, you get to watch it with Toronto. They just worked them. They took took shots from everywhere. They grinded them down. They wore them out. Um, yeah, no, it should be interesting. Uh, my pick's the Lightning, though. I got to Can't help it. Can't help myself with those Lightning.
0: Can't help the bias, but I mean, we have to. We have to thank John Torella for the one cup we got. That's true. He I, was I, the man. He I, was the I, man that year. I have a great respect for John Tortorella. I think he's a fantastic coach. And like you said, it's not easy to play against him. He knows what he's doing, especially in playoff games. He's, he's been there quite, quite often, whether with the Rangers or with the Lightning or now with the Jackets. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, hopefully the headman injury isn't too bad. They said they'll uh, update us tomorrow, but we know with hockey, they don't give us much information on injuries, little to none which kind of sucks um we do know it's something with the ankle though at least that's from what we saw stamkos is nearing a return which will help us somewhat uh offensively although i don't think offense is our struggle offense look good uh, every night besides the flyers game so i think it'll be okay against the blue jackets hopefully it doesn't go dead we do have a lot of great playoff performers guys like johnson Guys like Kucherov, they've always performed in the playoffs really Warren, well. Kalinin too.
1: He's He's, you know, you know, right. He always steps up.
0: That's right, and he, he, he has looked good. He did look good in the uh, round robin, if I'm being honest. He didn't fall as much, which is always which a step up. He's known for taking the slip. But He's
1: looking great doing Doc Talk too. Killer yeah. influencer. Doc Talk was fun. That was fun to watch. It's a good time. Oh, yeah. Um, it's always, it's a love to see that. Love to see the guys getting a little bit of parody in. from the heart. I'll go. I'll go to the Lightning. Uh,
0: but I think I think a lot of guys are on thin ice here. I think um, we have the expansion draft coming up. I think uh, Tyler Johnson's one of my favorite players on the team, but he's a Washington State native. You know, I think it'd only be fitting if he went to the Kraken. I think it'd be a cool name, by the way. Uh, you yeah. not I discussed that? That there's just. I'm mad at it. I like
1: it. Oh, I like it.
0: I like it a lot. Um, but Johnson could be leaving. I think eventually something's got to give for John Cooper to. You know, it's either win something or go home at, at some point. Yeah,
1: and, you know, I, I think that uh, after the last playoff series, there were rumblings, not necessarily internally from the Lightning, but from the fan base that John Cooper might be getting the can soon. Yeah. Which I don't want to hear. I've met, I, you know, I've met Coop personally. Yeah, I've met him. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a top. great guy. Yeah, He I came into work one time. I was wearing a, a London Knights hat. Um, and he was like, you know, are you rooting for Vegas? I'm like, no shot. And then my boss told him, it's like, oh, yeah, this kid's been a Lightning fan forever. You know, came over, shook my hand. Genuine guy. You never want to see someone like that go. But, you know, the game's a business. At some point, you know, he's got to he's gotta bring something home. And, honestly, I think this could be the year to prove it. I just think he needs to keep the team accountable.
0: Yeah, I really like him. And we've, we've added uh, physicality. You know, guys like Goudreau, guys like Maroon, uh, a good good
1: provide a little bit yeah but um, Bogo's got the he's got the uh, he's got a big body back there Luke Shen too he likes to throw the body around yeah if we good. play him yeah
0: if they play him you know he could provide a lot physical uh, physically and I think it's going to be a physical uh, series but let's move yeah. on to probably a less physical one because well, when I think of this I think of offense uh, we got the Washington Capitals taking on the New York Islanders uh, they've played each other before, plenty of times. Uh, let's hear your thoughts
1: on that. So this one's uh, this is another one of those storylines. You know, we got the matchup, uh, or pardon me, the rematch between uh, Columbus and the Lightning. Um, and now <clears throat> you've got uh, Barry Trotz's former team uh, in the Capitals. Uh, it's going to be really interesting because a lot of that roster is structured around Barry Trotz hockey. Uh, in Washington, and he knows that roster like the back of his hand. That's true. Um, you know, this this is a tough one. I feel like this series could definitely go either way. I feel like those Islanders, once they get moving, I mean, they can they can really plow through teams. Um, this one's going to be, you know, sh- uh, Thomas Grice has really shown just flashes of brilliance this year. Oh, yeah. he's stood like- on his head several times and just uh, carried that team. Um, and, uh, you know, this is one of the first years that I've seen Holpe not be completely stellar the whole year. Um, you know, you, see, you saw the Capitals test the waters with Samsonov earlier, um, you know, kind of hoping that he's going to be a Russian phenom, you know. And, and I believe this is a contract year for Holpe. I think it um, might be. It's yeah. either this year or the next. Um you know, this one will be interesting. Uh, I think purely just because of now – all the experience that was on the Capitals previous to 2018. Um, and then winning the, Them winning the Cup, I think, puts them a little bit ahead. Um, you've got a lot of guys on that team from that Cup run in 2018. And they were young. It's not like their core is aging a little bit, but Ovi's still in his prime. I mean, that guy can yeah. just speak and score an insane amount of goals. Um, no, I think I, I'd have to take the Caps in this one. I think the Islanders are going to give it a good fight, though. I, I can see him taking it to six or seven games for sure.
0: No, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, they had fantastic years from Carlson, Backstrom. Ovi was the same Ovi.
1: There's something uh, wrong with the uh, the leadership in the NHL if Carlson doesn't win the Norris this year. Yeah, this I had a I, career I, year.
0: Yeah, I, he what he led all defensemen in points, right?
1: Led all defensemen in points. Uh, he was uh, undoubtedly one of the time on ice leaders. I mean, he he put the team on his back a lot. Um, yeah.
0: He definitely had a had a career year, and I think he just resigned a big contract with the Caps. But a big big
1: contract year for him. I think it was at the beginning of. Uh,
0: I think he signed an extension. I'm pretty sure, like yeah. six years or something.
1: Yeah, but no, that's a that's a good that's a good deal. Lock him yeah. up. He's 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 going to be able to carry that team even after Ovi goes. Yeah,
0: he he definitely has a bright future. But I so do a bunch of players on the Islanders. I mean, I don't Very think true. they're there yet. I don't think they're on the Caps level, uh, so I, I'd have to go Caps myself. Um, we're not we're not really catering to both sides here with our opinions, but uh, yeah. Matthew, Matthew Barzell is great. Barzell's
1: gonna show some. Uh, he's he's gonna step up. I think. I think yeah. he wants it. I think he's he's riding some swagger coming in off that. Uh, they were they played Florida. They were done quick. They swept them. Uh, but no, Barzel looked really good in that. I don't know how many points he put up. I know he didn't light it up, uh, in the three games that they played. Um, no, he looks good. Uh, I really like Anders Lee too. I like the way yeah. he plays. I like the way he leads that team. Josh, Bailey. That another sneaky point getter and Josh Bailey in that roster too. So, you know, it's going to be interesting for sure. I think the, I think the Islanders are going to give the caps a fair fight, but, uh, you know, I think they take it in the end.
0: Yeah. It won't be easy, but I do think the Caps will pull out. And, yeah. and, uh, the last of the Eastern Conference matchups, we got the uh, Boston Bruins, who looked really bad in the round robin, taking on those bunch of jerks in Carolina, the Carolina Hurricanes.
1: Yeah. This one's – this is another tough one. It's I got The Eastern Conference final rematch from last year. Um, you know, I uh, – I don't know. Boston's giving me some weird vibes right now. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, in the back of my mind, I have this, this thought that, you know, they're going to be able to turn it on. Uh, you've got their big playoff performers, the Martians, the Bergerons, the Charas. You've got McAvoy now who showed that, you know, he could step up to the plate and play a big role.
0: Pasternak uh,
1: had an MVP. Pasternak as well. I, just, I don't even know how I left that name out of there. Uh, Charlie Coyle, not exactly a breakout season for him, but he did come home to play in Boston. He's so underrated in my opinion. I think he's fantastic. He, uh, he carries the bottom six of that, uh, of that forward roster on that team. Um, it's, really, it's really nice to see. You'll have to see a story like that. But he, uh, he pushes that team, but on this, at the same time, Carolina bolstered their lineup at the deadline, picking up Vinny Trocheck. I think that that might give them a little bit of the offensive push that they needed when they started to get deep in the playoffs last year. Um, I think that Dougie Hamilton and Jacob Slavin can really hold it down as long as they're split up. I think those two guys can really carry the decor. Um, I think that the goaltending is a little bit of a question mark uh, in Carolina, but when Mrazic's feeling it, man, I mean, that guy just, he shuts shuts teams down. We saw signs of
0: brilliance from him with Detroit backing up Jimmy Howard. I mean, there was a time where he was the starter for some playoff games, and, and he showed what he can do. I think, I would trust him in my net in Carolina.
1: Yeah, and he's definitely got some more experience now. Um yeah, was on the he was playing when the uh the or the Red Wings kept going back and forth with the lightning in the first round. Yeah. Couldn't beat us, but then you know, that's all right. Um No, I, I uh, some there's something weird going on with the Bruins though. I think that they're they've always had this uh they've always got that chance, you know. The Bruins are always in the mix for um for deep runs and for, like, cup predictions and things like that. But I don't know. I think this might just be an off year for them. Uh, but I'm going to give this one to Carolina. I think that they might be able to pull through on this. I think that they've got a lot to prove um, to the Bruins. And I think that they've just got to play a smart game. They're just going to have to play really boring hockey. Rod Brendemore was part of those teams, uh, you know, like the, the Hurricanes, he played for them. Uh, and like uh, like the Devils, that just play that boring style of hockey. I think that he's going to be able to coach them into it. Well, might not be the most entertaining series, um, but I think that uh, I think that the Hurricanes could pull this one out as long as they really, as long as they analyze what the Bruins are doing. I think that it's gonna it's gonna be like a chess game a little bit more in this series.
0: Yeah, I, I do have faith in the Hurricanes for sure. Sebastian Ajo looked fantastic during the qualifiers. Uh, Shevchenkov had a really good season. Uh, He's showing uh, a bright future. And then as well as other pieces, like you mentioned, Jacob Slavin, Dougie Hamilton, they know what they're doing by now. They've been good uh, taking over the blue line. But I honestly, I'd go with the Bruins. I think that's the safest choice. Uh, I don't think it'll be a sweep. I don't think it'll be seven games. I'd say maybe five or six, depending on how much momentum the Hurricanes can carry in because they're going to have to go at the Bruins hard. The Bruins are a gritty team. You know, us being Lightning fans, we've seen them far too many times kind of get in there. We've seen Marchand with his shenanigans. You know, he's always up to no good. So the the Hurricanes are going to have to just not let them get in their head and just kind of power through it. Pasternak, like I mentioned, had an MVP caliber season. He's the best he's ever looked. He's only going to get better from here. Marchand can still do it. Bergeron's still a fantastic passer. Great, uh, great. He's
1: going to yeah. he he win – yeah, I, I bet you his career percentage is over sixty percent, and that's an insane number to have as a, yeah, as a veteran in the NHL.
0: When you're when you're on the same line as him, you're almost guaranteed to play better. Like he makes everyone around him better.
1: Exactly. Y-
0: you still got Char providing physicality. He's aging, but he's he can still do it. Uh, we a good leader for
1: that team as well. Yeah,
0: and then we have the future. Another another uh past and future kind of thing going on with McAvoy, soon to become uh boston's defensive leader uh tuka rask didn't look great but we've seen tuka rask look great in the past so we'll see what kind of tuka comes to carolina but i'm gonna go for the bruins on this one um i do think it'll be a really good series though uh, moving on to the western conference we have the vegas golden knights taking on the chicago blackhawks kind of a you know, guys, new to the playoffs versus you know, still that you remember that old dynasty that the Blackhawks had. You still have pieces of that remaining, with uh, Seabrook, Kane, Taves, you know, Corey Crawford. Uh, how do you see that one turning out?
1: That's an interesting one as well. Um, I think that I the, right, my picks Vegas. I think that in the in the game uh, that uh, the way the state of hockey in twenty twenty, um, you know. I think that it's definitely more of a speed-based game. I think that Chicago kind of – they've kind of – you know, it's something I don't really love – you don't really love to see. I mean, for me personally, it's kind of that whole boys club thing going on where they bring back the old gang, Mm. uh, bringing back Saad, keeping Keith and Seabrook around for honestly way too long and eating monster amounts of money on those contracts. Mm. Uh, You know, Patrick Kane can still turn it on. Taves is amazing. Uh, Kubalik five points in his first playoff game—that something right. else. He's going to be something uh, for that franchise. But um, I think Vegas definitely has enough experience. Um, you know, uh, guys like Pacioretty, uh, new to the block there, and Mark Stone as well. You know, they both got some playoff experience, and they both know how to turn it on uh, at the right times. Um, but I think that you know, you've got again that core in Vegas went to the Cup final in 2018, and you don't realize how much. That provides for a team you've also got a goalie uh who's won the cup three times How I many? i don't even know flurry has three cups i believe right uh yeah. yeah he's got three three cups with the penguins i mean that's a ton of experience and you know you want your goalie uh to be there at all times for you but robin leonard also you know you could have a true tandem in net going back and forth every night giving your team a chance to win if you're vegas that's true uh, No, but I think that uh, the youth and the goaltending, it's really not going to be much uh, to compete with Chicago. They'll probably take it to, you know, I believe they'll take it to five, maybe six, uh, but I I don't think Chicago really has much of a chance in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Vegas too. I mean, uh, a lot of people were saying that Chicago technically wouldn't even be in the playoffs without this format, which is true, Uh, but they did play really well in the qualifiers, so we have to give them credit. Where credits due there with to clutch out the eighth seed, um, but I think I, I don't I don't I can't remember the GM's name for Vegas off the top of my head, but he's done a fantastic job. As you mentioned, their pickups of Pacioretty and Stone, two veteran offensemen. You know these guys know how to score, and you pair that with guys like Jonathan Marchiso and they're gonna score a billion goals. I mean Corey Crawford isn't what he used to be. I know they still got Kane and Taves, but. They're aging. They're not one, what they used to be either. I think if this was, if this was five years ago, I'm giving it to the Blackhawks all day. You know, Vegas is still overall a young team, despite Flurry, Pacioretty, Stone, guys like that. They still definitely have a a young core that they need to develop. Um, but yeah, I got to give to Vegas. They did play really well in the qualifier as well. And um, you know, a, a team this young doesn't uh, get here without being the real deal. Uh, we saw that a few years ago, made it all the way to the final, which blew everyone's minds. And, I mean, I can honestly see a similar run like that again. You know, they they looked really good. So I'm going to go Vegas here too. Uh, but then moving towards, um, I think, one of the most entertaining series it'll be. Not really a rivalry, but just two high-powered offenses. We got uh, the uh, Colorado Avalanche taking on the Arizona. Oh, I'm excited
1: for Yes. Yeah. This uh, this is a this is gonna be a really insanely fun series to watch. Agree. Um. Yeah. I mean, where do you even start with this one? It, the the Cinderella story of the Coyotes, the team that deserves to be in the playoffs more than any other team in the West, maybe in the league. Uh, you know, the format helped them out. Uh, you know, yeah. they were teetering on the edge of the of the playoff bubble. For you know, everything stopped back in back in March. Um, but I mean, I, I, the Coyotes, both last season and this season, have been riddled with injury. Um, they've kind of been riddled with a bit of inconsistency. I think that they uh, had a kind of a, a struggle finding their identity at the beginning of this season. God, I mean, once they start turning it on, I mean, that team is just so fun to watch. You got Darcy Camper uh, standing on his head. Got ekman Larson moving the puck up to guys like Phil Kessel, Taylor Hall, yeah. uh, Clayton Keller as well on that roster. I mean, that's 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 something in itself. But Colorado on the other side, with I mean, the big three up front: McKinnon, Rantanen, uh, and Landeskog. I like those guys are absolutely nuts to watch when they are going. I mean, the one the, did you see that goal that McDavid scored in the yeah. The, Robin absolutely good past everybody. Yeah. He caught a defenseman flat footed at the red line. And I'm pretty sure I don't remember who it was, but it was it was a veteran defenseman. Uh it was it was crazy. Uh yeah, that was
0: that was well that's also Connor McDavid. I mean he's pretty crazy. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then uh you also have Kale McCarr on the back end just coming off of a call. I mean that that Calder Trophy is going to be insane this year. Um, I think the I believe the three finalists were Kubelik, Hughes, and uh, and McCarr, who quite frankly all have a serious uh, you know chance yeah. and consideration at getting the Calder. Um, yeah, this one this one could go either way. Um, I want to see those Coyotes win. I just think that I think that Colorado has the chance to, to really pull it out. I think Colorado takes this one in seven. I think they take it all the way. I think this is going to be a barn burner of a series. I think you'll have maybe one or two low-scoring games, but I bet you know they're putting up six, seven goals uh, total in each game in this series. I mean, it's just going to be kind of wide open. I think it's going to be awesome hockey to watch, though.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be – you know if, if you love offense, if you love fast – you know, getting down the ice, end-to-end action, this is going to be your series to watch. I mean, you already mentioned it. The Colorado offense is just ridiculous. Ratnan, McKinnon, Landeskog, McCarr, it, it really just goes on and on. And th- there's really no drop-off where they just lose all that, that power. And it it really shows. I mean, Colorado's been fantastic for
1: a couple oh, of years. I think that an interesting pickup for uh, Colorado uh, don't, I don't really exactly remember one, but Jonas Donskoy, picking him up, um, you know, that bolstered their lineup in that bottom six, uh, Nemesnikov can fill a role on the second line that that team really needed, uh, Kadri as well, you know, yeah. they've got and Matt Calvert, you know, again, another guy that can bolster that bottom six, you've got guys who can score highlight real goals every night, uh, you know, in those, in those top two lines, but, you know, the guys who round out that offensive lineup really, you know, they pick up a little bit of the slack sometimes. And even if they're not, they're good at doing their job of giving, you know, those guys who carry the, carry the load heavy up front, uh, you know, their, their time to rest. And, you know, they're never a defensive liability on that team, which, you know, it helps out a lot, you know, especially in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Adding, uh, adding that veteran presence with you with uh, Kadri, Calvert, and Mestikov, definitely – will help the bottom six and add depth to, like I said, where there's no real drop-off. But Arizona, yeah, Arizona's growing. I mean, not many people were high on them just because they've been so shitty in the past. But, you know, when you got guys like Kessel and um, ekman Larson and Taylor Hall, I mean, you're going to play pretty well. I don't think they're a complete team yet. I think a few more moves and they can be there. Uh, so I have to go with the uh, Colorado Avalanche here. I just think like I just feel like they're the more complete team uh, overall, and I think they're much more ready for a deep playoff run than the Coyotes. But uh, like you said, I think it's gonna be a barn burner. I think it's gonna. Colorado won't get off easy here. Uh, I think it'll definitely take close to six or seven games to get them to the next round, um, and the the nation will definitely see what the Coyotes are made of, uh, if they haven't yet. Um, but yeah, I gotta go Colorado. Uh, moving on, we have, uh, the Dallas stars against the Calgary flames, two teams that also carry pretty heavy offenses.
1: Yeah. Uh, this one's, this one, uh, this is an interesting matchup. I think it's one that nobody saw coming. Yeah. Uh, th- these teams aren't really ones that face each other, um, during the season. Uh, but you know, it's tough. This one's kind of split down the middle. I think that it's interesting. You don't have a lot of guys in Calgary that have the playoff experience. Uh, that they do in Dallas. I mean, Dallas is a pretty consistent playoff team. Uh, you know, they're, they're putting up 90 you know, to 100 points most seasons. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I have to go Dallas. Um, I think that they've got a lot of – they've got a solid defensive core. Uh, John Klingberg, Mira Haskinen has been really good. Uh, he was in the running for the Calder a couple of years ago, but, uh, you know, you've got big guys up front, Radulov, Ben, Sagan. Um, you got Rupi Hints. uh, fun facts, actually played junior in Tampa, uh, for a couple of games, put up a couple of points in the USPHL before he went and played semi-pro in Europe. Oh really? And a couple of buddies of mine actually played with him, which is super cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, no, he, he can tear it up. Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, Calgary, they've just got holes. They've got a lot of holes in their lineup, I think. Um, you know, Johnny Gaudreau is spectacular. I love watching him play. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's not very many high-power forwards on that team, though. Um, you know, it's it's tough. You know, Kachuk, obviously, is another big factor. I think it's fair to call it the Kachuk factor. Uh, yeah. And then is facing Calgary because he really does – just kind of just get teams on the breaking point. It's it's insane to watch. Then um, Giordano on the back end, uh, Noah Hannafin, You know another solid defenseman. I just I don't think that they're consistent enough, and their lineup. I think Dallas definitely beats them out with the experience and the goaltending. That's another big thing. Ben Bishop, uh, Vesna finalist a couple times with the Lightning. Vesna finalist this year again, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think
0: I think so. He had a
1: really good season Either this year, or the year prior. But, no, I think Dallas takes this one. It won't take very long, five or six games. I think maybe, you know, Calgary squeaks out a win or two, but I don't think this one's really going to be that close.
0: I'm actually pretty high on Calgary for this one. Um, just, by, just by taking a look at their roster, they have plenty of – I'd say they have the perfect mix of, of young talent and physicality. You have guys like Matthew Kachuk who, who we've seen can score a goal and win a fight in the same game. You know, which not everyone's capable of. You have Johnny Goudreau who can tear up the ice, moving up and down with ease. Very quick, very easy to score, um, or easy scoring forward. Uh, but then you got the physicality. You got Milan Lucic, who a little dirty, but you know he he gets in. He he he's a bother for opposing players. You got guys like um, Mark Giordano, like you said, he had a. Um, Norris type season too. I, I I think he was one of the finalists. Yeah, he he won it last year. Oh, did he? Yeah, the, I, I, the yeah, was I, was
1: Edmund, or was it? it no, it, Hedman won it last year. It was, it was Hedman, yeah, because it was the year I, that Hedman, Vaskovski, he, yeah. and uh, Kucherov came on with all those trophies. Yeah, so. and he that, won like, the, is you know, he's usually in the running, but I think he he's he's gotten one in the past two or three seasons, no doubt.
0: Yeah, and then you mentioned Hannafin, who's still pretty young, uh, kind of reeling from that uh, Hurricanes trade. I don't know why I blanked on that. But then speaking of that, you have Elias Lindholm, who's actually a very good forward, uh, very underrated in my opinion. Um, and then you got Sean Monaghan. You can't really forget about him. He's fell off a bit recently, but I think he can still get it done. You got Sam Bennett. Um, I'm just going down the roster at this point. You got veterans like Eric Gustafson. Um, Mikhail Backlund, you know he's a he's a solid for, a solid yeah. for yeah. bottom six. I mean, uh, apparently they have Zach Ronaldo, which I didn't know about. Um, yeah. yeah, but he yeah he's he's just a big goon. Ronaldo's a sicko. Yeah, he I I might not be in the league anymore. <laughs> no, he needs to go play in like Russia or something. I don't think he's good for the for the NHL. But I't have him. I just realized that they had him. That kind of that kind of blows my mind. I honestly thought he was out of the league, but we'll we'll see if Ronaldo takes someone's head off. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and then you, you mentioned uh, having Cam Talbot in net. He's not the best, but he's proven he backed up Henrik Lundqvist, who he learned a lot from in New York, and he's shown signs of of being good enough to start for a playoff team. He's no Ben Bishop uh, yet, but I think he can hold up. Uh, it, it'll be it'll be an interesting series, but I'm gonna go Calgary for that one. And then uh, the last one we have – let me find – I lost the screen again. Um, rounding out the Western Conference, we have the St. Louis Blues and the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Yeah, this one's fun. This is a fun one. I don't think there's any question that St. Louis wins it, though. I, uh, I don't even think uh, – I think I, – I don't know. They That team still uh, looks so good. I mean, they don't look like they've got the cup hangover whatsoever. Um, I think that if there's a team, uh, we've seen it, you know, once, uh, recently, uh, you know, with the Penguins going back to back, I've got a good feeling that the blues are going to come out of the West again this year. Uh, I think, I think, um uh, Colorado is going to be kind of their only kind yeah. of roadblock there. But, uh, no, I, I don't think there's, a, I, there's no experience on the Canucks. I love that roster. Pedersen, Hughes, uh, Brock Besser, um, you know, you got a little bit of experience, guys like Louis Erickson out there. Uh, Jay Beagle, Stanley Cup champion, he's playing out there in Vancouver. Um, yeah, Markstrom's good, but, that like, I don't know, Bennington, Petrangelo, Teresanko's healthy for the Blues. Yeah. Ryan O'Reilly, you know, you could just go down the list with that team. They've all got rings now. They all want it. They all know what it's like. They're hungry for it again. That is true. Um, no, I think uh, I think this one goes maybe probably six games. Uh, I I don't have any doubt in my mind. I want to see the Canucks win though. I like their I like their chances in the next couple of years. I think they've got a lot of growth to do. I think they've got to get comfortable with a new system with a new coach. I forget the coach's name out there, but you know, he's relatively new to the scene. But uh, yeah, I've got St. Louis in this one. I'm a, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. I'm gonna go with the Canucks.
0: Um... You really can't sleep on this roster. I know it's mostly young guys, but Quinn Hughes is nominated for that Calder. He leads um, all rookies in points, I believe, as a defenseman, which I'd say is pretty impressive, especially when you had guys like Capo uh, Kako and Jack Hughes, his brother, um, to go against when it came to that. And they didn't even put up seasons, I think, that people expected them to. But, yeah, then as you mentioned, guys like Brock Besser, Elias Peterson – uh, you didn't mention uh, Tyler Toffoli, who has experience.
1: Oh, totally forgot about Toffoli coming in there. Yeah,
0: he's pretty underrated uh, offensively. J.T. Miller has playoff experience with the Lightning and the Very Rangers. Very true.
1: Very true. Uh,
0: Markstrom, yeah, isn't fantastic, but they got Louis Domingue back in up. You know, we love Louis Domingue here in Tampa. Oh boy, Louis. Yeah, I think honestly, I think the goaltending is their only real weakness. Um, Bo Horvat is a good uh, bottom six center. Uh, Jake Vertanen, still very young. Uh, Michael Furland. Tanner Pearson, who also has experience. A
1: couple guys. Uh, God, that's pretty nasty, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just going down God. the roster here. Uh, I'm yeah. not as well – I don't know, the obviously, the west, the far west as well as I know the east. But, yeah, like you said, Louis Erickson. They have Tyler Myers. I don't know how how much he's been playing, but that guy can –
1: Solid defenseman. Yeah, weird.
0: he can bring some physical uh, prowess there. As can Christopher Tanev. They have a uh, veteran Alexander Edler. I don't know if you remember him. Apparently, Jordy Ben plays for them now. I never. I didn't even know he left the uh, Stars. Um, yeah, I mean, this team. I wouldn't sleep on them. Uh, it's not going to be easy to take down the defending champs, but I don't know. I think it'll be close? Uh, I'll, I'm gonna go to the Canucks just for the sake of. That, that fire offense they have. I think Peterson's fantastic. I think he's the next big thing. Um, Besser, of course, already is a big thing. And then Hughes is gonna Hughes is gonna win Norris within the next five years. So they look good. Hopefully, goaltending can hold up. But uh, that those are our predictions for the um, first round of the playoffs this season. Uh, while we have the time, we might as well mention the draft lottery uh, that was today prior to recording, uh, and uh, we had our. We, find out, we found out who is uh, going to get the first pick in this year's draft, and it was a little different uh, for us, considering the uh, people up for the first pick were all in playoff spots within the last few years. It's kind of interesting, especially having teams like the Red Wings put up, what, 37, 39 points, something like that. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts as to how that went?
1: You know, I, I, at first I didn't uh, – I didn't know how I felt about it. Cause I, one thing I, I really do enjoy about the NHL is just our ability, uh, you know, that the first overall pick isn't always going to be, um, you know, someone spectacular. You see bust, a, you know, kind of a lot in this league. Uh, you know, you see guys, you know, Quinn Hughes uh, was a guy we were just talking about, you know, he wasn't a first overall pick. I believe he went, you know, top five, but you know, you right. see guys that make a big impact like that, but I think I think the timing of this is good. I think it gives attention to the league where it's due. I think that the league's making big strides, and just as from a popularity uh, point, especially in the U.S. But uh, I think I think it was the best draft year to do it. I mean that year is just unbelievable, and I don't think it's any coincidence that he plays uh, in Ramouski. Same place where Crosby played junior. I think that he's going to be a generational talent like Crosby. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's interesting, and it's looking like he's going to go to the Rangers, which is. I mean that roster, man. I was really upset to see them go uh, to the Hurricanes, um, but no, I mean saying it out, saying it out loud, it just feels insane panarin Zabanajad, and lafreniere on the first line for the rangers got jacob shruba got adam fox on the back end tony d'angelo got either shishirkin or Georgiev in the net those guys can bring it Uh, i don't i mean that's just it's going to be absolutely insane to watch that kid play uh with the rangers i mean assuming that he's going to go first overall i don't even think there's anybody that comes close in this uh in this draft but uh no, it's, it's interesting for sure. I've, I can appreciate it, though, as a hockey fan. I think that um, people who might be a little more closed-minded about that stuff, which is understandable, and I respect it, um, you know, I, I can get why you wouldn't like it, but I, I think this is going to be good. I think it's going to be really good uh, for the league. I'm really glad he didn't go to the Penguins. I just – I don't know why. I feel like I had to say that out loud. I just really didn't want to see that Well,
0: Him back. with Malkin and Crosby is just kind of not fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, then he would have just been trained and chiseled into the perfect yeah. hockey player with two of the best talents in the league over the past couple of decades. Like, yeah, no, I, it's going to be cool though. I I can appreciate it. I think um, I think it's going to shake things up a little bit with how um, that uh, the, the expansion draft's going to go in a couple of years. Um, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's interesting because this, this whole you know draft format, the way it worked, was just super weird, super odd. But you know, it's yeah. I think it's good. I liked it. Yeah, and
0: uh, the expansion draft will be interesting when the time comes for that. I'm sure we'll have a video on it. Um, but yeah, the Rangers did win the lottery. They'll have the first pick. I think Lafreniere is a lock. Uh, as you said, I think he's going to be a generational talent. Um, And, yeah, the Rangers look scary. Hopefully, as long as he can handle the bright lights of uh, MSG and just fit right in, because I know that's not for everybody. Uh, We've seen that in several different sports when it comes to New York um, teams. You know, that's a lot of pressure, especially with the media there. So as long as LaFrenier can handle that. I mean, I don't want to call him maybe like a Zion of the NHL because we saw the hype Zion brought to the NBA. Um, But – Damn, I mean, he's, he looks real good, and, you know, this is one of the best best uh, prospects we've seen in some time. So, uh, it's, yeah, I, I hopefully he could fit into the Rangers because it it'll be some fun hockey to watch. But uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But uh, those are our predictions for the first round of the NHL playoffs, and we talked a little bit about the draft lottery. Uh, for Matt McGovern, I've been Matthew Perry. And uh, we've been the kind of GMs for hire, B-team maybe. Something like that. Something like that. But uh, we'll see you guys next time.